Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Flowcast, where Pastor Shane, the Flow Church staff, and other guests discuss topics that are relevant to our world. Matt Akins. Pastor Shane. How are you? Doing fantastic. Good Thanksgiving? Very good Thanksgiving. So this is, uh, what, stab number two at the Flowcast here? Yes. Everybody like, subscribe. What else do we need to tell them to do? Is that all? That's right. Yeah, if you're on YouTube, be sure to like and subscribe. And if you're checking this out via podcast through Apple Podcasts or Spotify, also be sure to subscribe. Yeah. They're everywhere. Yeah. How do you like the holiday season uh, as it relates to church? I like it. It's usually pretty relaxed around here. In, you know, in the sense that we do things differently. You know, we try different things musically. We kind of switch up our music lineup and... It's, yeah, it's a, it's a great time. I wonder why Pentecostals um, traditionally have not liked, <laughs> that's funny, I worded that uh, funny, have not liked traditional things. Did we put such a high premium? Beth was talking about this one day. Um, okay. And I'm going to be on her podcast again soon. Fantastic. Yeah, we need to plug what? Uh, prophetic? It's called the prophetic. Practical Prophetic. Yeah, we'll plug Beth's podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pentecostals shunning all idea of anything traditional or uh, that was too rigid, that yeah. was too, you know, and so we, we put such a high premium on. I, I don't like that about, I think we can keep, I think it's good to keep some traditions. Um, I think you can keep them relevant. Yeah. Uh, and I, and the holiday season, top of the list, top of the list on all that. You've Of course, you've known that about me. I love that. Of course, I like this time of year. Absolutely. Weather-wise, you do not. We you know, it just depends, that. you know. We've talked about this before. My whole thing with winter and this whole time change is that it's dark so I'm soon. I'm not a fan of the time change. I will, yeah. I will agree with you on that. Yeah. We had legislation that was trying to, to stop that. Wow. And I don't know who shot that down, but we need to vote them out of office. Yeah. If that's the, if that's the thing. But I do hear you on the time change thing. Yeah. It being dark so early, that's no good. I, I'm not a fan of that. We, I, I think we could leave, leave the clock alone. And yeah, aside from that, I think I've gotten a little bit better. Through the you years, have. and I've gotten better. And our well, we're both we've mellowed a bunch. That's true. In our older age, I don't. I like spring and summer now. Okay. Uh, well, I don't like a anyone who likes a hundred degree heat is a lunatic. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. That's that's insanity to like it a uh, uh, hundred degrees. There's sure. just no no room for that whatsoever. Um, but 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 I do. I like the the. The seasons, I'm, I'm yeah. for that. I used to be like fall and winter only. But anyway, around the church, someone asked me, said, what do you like about, like or dislike about the holiday season around church? And, and you know, I, there's, you know, of course there's some of those things. You're going to have those Sundays where people are traveling, yeah. you know, in attendance. But, hey, COVID has burned all of that out of uh, us. I bet a lot of pastors and staffers have had to deal with that because yeah. you talk about since March, you've not been able to even look at attendance crowd size and and should we have ever been looking at any of that do you think is you think it's been a good thing for uh, i think it's probably been good for us church (laughs) church leadership altogether probably should have never i mean i get it there is a book in the bible called numbers and it does tell a story and i'm not against studying metrics yeah you know on things like that but i'll tell you getting your affirmation from what size crowd do I see? True. When I stand up on that, that that's gone altogether. Yeah. I don't. I hope we haven't just shifted to how many numbers are viewing or clicking or. 
I like this world. I like this medium of being able to communicate with Same people. Same here. But, but I guess it's like everything. You can go too far. I think so. Yeah. I think that it's not always a good indicator, the numbers, the metrics, and, you know, as far as like your digital platforms, even this or even online. But, yeah, especially the just looking at physical people, bodies in seats coming to a physical building, coming to the physical church is a very slippery slope because it's hard to gauge uh, the effectiveness of what God is doing just based on that. When you're doing it just to a camera? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, right, yeah. Well, I think it's done – I think COVID-19 has done two things. If for me, you tell me if you agree with this. One, you go so long, you know, uh, either – preaching or in your case singing to an empty or mostly empty room true and even now we're having live services but we still have a ton of people and i'm very fortunate because they we are very fortunate because they stay in touch with us i hear from people all the time they they're 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 still interacting with the ministry, but we have a lot of people that are still, you know, watching from home. And yeah. that's, the, I respect that and appreciate that. I'm glad we have the ability to use the internet to put it out there. But it, it, uh, it forced me, and I know it did you as well, to no longer gauge the effectiveness of a day or personal affirmation to come from the number of bodies that you see. Yeah. But then also uh, on the flip side of that, it gave me a an appreciation. We went those ten weeks, and I was literally preaching sermons in this room here. Yeah. And uh, and you guys were recording music all over the property. Yeah. Then y'all even y'all even did some outside stuff, right? We did some outside stuff. Yeah. We tried a little bit of everything in the commons area. <laughs> yeah. You know, and um, different setups on the platform. And, um, but so it gave me an appreciation just to have literally one or two other people in the room. Yeah. Uh, it, so maybe that, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a balancing thing that it has done. Number one, you know, maybe hopefully it's taught us forever that, um, you know, ministry can't be about the number of people that you see, exactly. you know, out and can't get your affirmation from that. And, uh, but then at the same time, giving us an appreciation for just the ones that are there. Yeah. And, uh, it's been great. We've had some, I've, we've had some nine o'clock services almost too full. Um, yeah. if we've been trying to stay under that 50%, we've discussed that. Of course here, our, our schedule is going to shift soon with the holiday season coming up pretty soon. So yeah, it's amazing what COVID, how many things were shifted when that took right. place, when it hit. We've gone through about what three or four waves, different, yeah. You know, just you know, an ebb and flow of activity right. uh, from March to now. So it's been a very, it's been a very transitional year as far as our mentality, ministry mentality, uh, perspective. Yeah. Still doing things too. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm appreciative of that. How do you see? How do you see the next year going? I hope that in 2021 we see. Uh, you know, a resurgence of everyone coming back to the house of God, coming back to church, feeling safe, feeling like they can come back. Not just here, every church. Yeah, every that's every true. Church, every church, friends. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, in general, I I think that everyone understands. How can you put this? Some, sometimes you don't know what you have until it's gone. The the old saying. Right. And I'm hoping that just the church in general that there's an appreciation for, hey, we don't need to take this for granted. This is special. This is important. This right. is this is uh, this is important to our communities. It's important to our families. It's important to our society. You know, the Bible says that we're the salt of the earth. We're the light of the world. A city set on a hill. So, 
I'm hoping that there's just an appreciation for, hey, we're, we're very grateful that we can come together as a group and do this. We're thankful that we have each other. So I'm hoping that. And I think for leadership, it has got to have – I think anytime you boil something down, you know, I, I, you didn't do sports in, in school. But to you, to True out a, 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 but this applies to music too. I remember yeah. when, when I was teaching drum lessons back in the day. Anytime you, no matter how complicated or complex of a of a system you're trying to do in sports, you know, you, you play a football game and you lose the game, and you come back to practice that next week, and the coach is there. So, all right, we're just going to do basic tackling drills. Yeah. Anytime you can boil it down to just the basics. I remember yeah. I was teaching drum you know drum drum students taught Colin. Um, you know, and we had a big elaborate drum set, but then when there would be stuff that w- wouldn't work, we would just pull one drum off to the side and sit down and call the rudiments. Yeah, and go on. through the rudiments. And I think we've done that because I mean, literally, it it you know it, it came down to well, first and foremost, we have a message that we're called to called the gospel that That's we're true. called to share. Yeah, how do we do that? And yeah. so the, the for weeks, the focus was just on communication, yeah. just getting the gospel out. And, and teaching out just how do we just one time a week how do we successfully do that that's really what launched that was the honest for this to do this to sure. hey, let's, let's try to launch a podcast and see if we can get you know and i've noticed we've communicated with people uh through this that we were not doing that through normal church services that's right so there's people that we've connected with through doing this so, so we that helped us boiling it down to just number one the church's job just communicating the gospel clearly that's the, and then the next thing we moved to was, of course, connectivity. Yeah. Because communication is great. But, man, that's the that's one thing. Someone asked me, Reese, I'll pose this question to you. Uh, what's, what's one thing that you would want to change about the church, not just Flow Church, but any church? What would you want to change um, about? And, I get, and I'll give you my answer, so why don't you think about yours, yeah. see if there's anything you want to add to this. But... I think it would be it would be in the realm of connectivity. I think we're too quickly divided. We we split up over things too fast. There's not, um, you know, I think we should celebrate um, one another more. Not get so bent out of shape. You know, when we bring people through our flow track, you know, we talk about understanding. You know, there's a time and a place to discuss things where we disagree and and um, essential and non-essential truths. Um, you know how you know circle the wagons around the things that you agree. You know if if, it's, yeah. if you if we can see out eye on Jesus, come on, other stuff we can we can work out absolutely. You know and and I mean that can be minor stuff from just what kind of music you like to major stuff like do you believe in a rapture or speaking yeah. in tongues or any of those. You know the, the, I yeah. mean I, I I know my preferences and I know what I believe. Come on, I know why I believe it, but. I think we're too divided. I would want to see more sudden. And I think the answer to that is celebration, yeah, connectivity, understanding. There's something great when when two people who are different come together under one banner. And it's, you know, and I just think you know that that's that's been a journey I have been on, and that's what I would change. I would celebrate. Uh, I like it when someone who's born from one part of the world through one kind of understanding can worship alongside, and not just worship, but work and serve alongside yeah. somebody born from a totally different. That should be celebrated more, and we don't do that. We're too mm. quick to this. So I, I would definitely that would my answer is the connectivity. I would change our um, the focus and the, and the impetus not given 
on connectivity, I would do that. I would, well, I, I think would that's fantastic. That. I think that is think? probably the best re- answer, best response, because think about it. It's the most difficult. <laughs> it, it's difficult. And what's so funny, it's difficult because it, it causes us to really – break down why why is it not happening and it's usually because a lot of it's because of it makes you vulnerable right. Be, being connected with an individual is harder to do than to just do your own thing and, th- and this you know you can break this down in many different ways from you know preference of music that you like to you know topics of you know there's some people that have a they have they put a high premium on outreach when they, when, you, when they ask about your local church like what do you guys do for outreach you know everybody has different things they're into or called to right. but you know it requires us to surrender to God it causes it causes us to have to be humble and ask ourselves is there pride is there anything in my life that is keeping me from wanting to reach out and connect more because nothing feels worse uh, number one than when you are the one not getting your way. Oh, come on. Or when you have a grand idea and you want everybody to be behind. Yeah. You know, like I, I hear what you're saying. The people say, yeah. what do you do for outreach? Or, yeah. or, 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 uh, I was thinking questions that we get. Do, do you guys, uh, limit worship? You know, the last yeah. real pointed yeah. questions where you know what they're getting at, you know, yeah. well, do you put a time limit on it? Well, yeah. Oh, y'all do two services. Well, then do you have a contemporary uh, service yeah, and then a, 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 you know, a traditional right, right. in terms of music. You and know? in the preaching world, this is one. And I've, and I, again, it, it, it's, these differences are not to be ignored or avoided. I don't think it's a conversation that we, we shouldn't have. Yeah. Um, I think we should. For instance, um, I'm friends with a lot of guys. Uh, some of them from, you know, say maybe they're Baptist, uh, and it's not just Baptist. It's it's any and all denominations. But they 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 approach preaching. I will when I preach. Of course, I may people can make fun of me all day long. You know, I I am looking for, you know, the 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 life-giving word for that moment. Yeah. You know, I guess, you know, I, I, the classic, you know, a rhema word. Yeah. You know, and, and I know we've taken that too far. And maybe, you know, every Sunday isn't going to be a rhema word. You know, we got to have an understanding of the the the, uh, the logos. Or how do you say it in, in the logos? Anyway. Yeah. Um, but, you know, some guys, when they preach, it's it's very, very intelligent. It's, an, yeah. it's a cerebral approach. And, you know, if they're going to preach something out of one of the epistles, it's going to be, you know, if it's a book written and authored by Paul, Paul wrote this, here's where he was when here's the year that it was, here's the modern day, you know, this was in modern day Turkey or this, you know, they're going to give you all those, all those details. And if you, and the, the, the selfish inner Pentecostal who grew up on preachers who sweat and spit. Come on. And, and who, you know, who we're looking for the shout. Yeah. The, the, that guy, that inner child on the inside of me hearing that will almost, I have to make him not go, okay, come on, come on, come on, come on, get, get, what's the point? Yeah. yeah. What, what do you have to say today? I don't need yeah. all these factoids. But see, that's where I think I've resisted that. There is some something to be said for appreciating when that's how preachers, that's their approach. They want, you know, and, and because what they're thinking is, I don't want to just give you some emotional fluff. True. Which God knows our side of the world, our side of the kingdom, has certainly been guilty. Oh, yeah, here uh, in the South. Uh, of that. Oh, yeah. And the Pentecostals. Yeah, true. Uh, Pentecostals and Southern Pentecostals, but all Pentecostals, worldwide. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're given to too much led by the soul and calling it spirit. We, yeah. we just are. That yeah. just, that's, just, that's just how it is. Yeah. 
you know, bottom line. And there's, 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 that's a slippery slope. There's great room for error. That's true. Uh, in that, I don't want every Sunday though to feel like I'm taking a college co- religion course at yeah. a university. I don't want that. Absolutely. But, but, but I can appreciate the the different. And I think if we added more uh, emphasis on celebration and connectivity, and and that that would. Uh, I really think the church ought to be modeling that. You, you hear it in the corporate world, and it just doesn't work. Yeah, um, you know, it's and I, and we're not going to legislate that. It's something that's going to have to happen by, by the spirit. But, but uh, yeah, Absolutely. I um, you know, maybe that's maybe some of these thoughts are coming from this year of being shut down and having more time to really think about the basics. Because that's yeah. what COVID did for me is made me think about the absolute basics of what ministry is and what having a church being a leader of a church, it made me really consider in the most elementary form. Um, and even as a Christian, you know, even as a, when you're really faced with, I had, I had some vulnerable moments. I'll tell you this, when, um, it would be Sundays and when we were doing all pre-recorded messages. So, you know, I would wake up on Sunday and have to battle because I get up earlier than everybody in, in my house on Sundays you get up early on Sundays. I know that. I would have to battle. Um, okay, you know, get up. And I, I'm a creature of habit. You know my routines. I love my routines. And I would get up and, you know, start the day like it's a normal Sunday and then immediately feel that tension of, okay, it's not normal. It's not normal. Yeah. You know, it's not normal. And uh, and then and realize, and this is just, I'm kind of ashamed, embarrassed of some of this, but then realize Okay, I'm my only responsibility on this Sunday is to is to pastor this house. Yeah, as the dad, as the husband, it's my job to gather everybody up and say, okay. Even though I already knew what the sermon was going to be because I was the one preaching it and it was pre-recorded, it's like, okay, let's get everybody in the same room. Let's let's you know let's get everybody sat down. Let's get the YouTube pulled up on uh, or Facebook like you know pulled up on uh, you know on the TV and, yeah. and and this is church. And I can remember that. Now think about that. I've you and I have been able to lead, planted a church, and can get up and lead in person five, six, seven hundred people. But but it felt awkward to try to get the five people of my family <laughs> gathered in a living room. So come on, you talk about that boiling down to to basics. It really checked me. It really did. It made me. Oh, yeah. It made me think. Uh, oh yeah. You know, because you look over and you got a kid eating a bowl of cereal during <laughs> church. You know, and is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Is that you know. You know, and, and and you know, Beardens, we were. Did you critique the online services? Did you find yourself when you would watch them critiquing all the way through? What was it really like for you? Yeah, I mean, it was a, you know, it was a mixture of, you know, the tech side of me, the creative side of me was wanting to make sure that our stuff was that it sounded good, the audio was quality, that you right. know our camera angles and our, our presentation was good on the tech side. And then also, yes, you know, on the worship, like the the genuine, we are worshiping. We're not just putting on a show, but we are literally leading worship. You know, is that there? You know, and, and making sure that didn't feel awkward. Right. Yeah, it was. It was a little. It was different for sure. And I guess some of that's being a, a church our size. Yeah, you know, we don't have a big. You know, we we didn't have and and still don't really a big, you know, television production. Yeah. Thing. You know, if we were twice the size we are or two or three times the size that we are. It, well, I guess that would have felt more organic and felt more natural. But I tell you, there's nothing that would feel better than when 
we would be sitting there. And I'll, I'm not going to say it was easy. It wasn't easy. It did take some focus. And, and, and I did have that moment of having to work through, you know, come on, you can get up and lead, you know, visitors, strangers in some cases. Come you, know, on. you can lead them <laughs> in a service, but, you know, how can you lead, you know, can you lead your family? Oh, yeah. uh, and so, and of course, all of our kids are old enough to understand a lot of the tech side of it, too. And, you know, my oldest is on the, the praise team. So, um, you know, she was given to that as well. But nothing is better than sitting there watching a sermon together with your family, even when it's you preaching. That's That must um, have been very interesting. hearing the kids say, well, that's a good point. Uh, that felt great. Yeah, that, that, and that must have been very unique for you as well. I mean, it once was. again, a Sunday morning, you're not driving to church. It's pre-recorded. Yeah, you're in sweatpants. You're in sweatpants. It, yeah, you're, dr- you're, you're, you're drinking coffee. You've got, yeah. you know, cereal, you know, on the table beside yeah. you. It was odd, but in a way, and I felt bad. I didn't want to say this at the time because so many people were complaining <laughs> about, yeah. you know, how awful the shutdown was. But, uh, in a, I mean, you know, I listen, I'm one that there's only so much complaining you can do. That's true. You know, I'm a person who realized there's, you, 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 you know, I, I'm, I'm a pragmatist through and through. You yeah. know that about me. We've worked together long enough for you to know that. You know, uh, there's a time and a place to air your grievances, but... But once you realize it's not doing any good, yeah, you know, find a find a spot, start looking for something else. So I just thought, well, okay. Of course, you know, we we rarely get a Sunday to just be in church, so that was it was a close. It was cool to be able to. I, sit yes, there I will say that too. There was a, uh, there was a few Sundays where it was very nice to be able to obviously sleep in, so to speak, turn on YouTube or turn on Facebook and watch right. it on our TV. That was pretty, with my wife, right. Leslie, that was pretty cool to yeah. be able to do that and go, wow, there we are. This is. And for everybody listening you know, and watching this, you, you don't know, appreciate that you can sit in church with your family. Yeah. My goodness. And, you know, value that. Oh, yeah. It's weird being on this side. That's true. Uh, uh, of things. I wonder if there's yeah. a lot of staffers that are, that'll watch this that will that will feel our feel what we're saying on that. Appreciate what you have. Yes. When we do community services here, uh, we love those. You know, the, Misty and I are lucky if we get to sit in what three services together all year long. That's true because a lot of times, you know, Pastor Misty will try to come in with eleven if she can, eleven o'clock service. And Leslie, my wife, is usually doing nursery. Nursery. So, right. oh, yeah. So just being able to sit with that's, your family. That's a very rare thing. Quality yeah. time for, you know, yeah. 30, 45 minutes, however long. Makes me mad if people take it for granted. <laughs> you know? <laughs> now that I think about it. Now that I think about it. Yeah, why aren't you dancing Get a little mad. and shouting? Yeah. You know, why aren't you swinging your purse over your head? Yeah. You know, every single every single time. Man, I love Pentecostal church. Still, I still love it. So do I. Still, still who I am, man. Yeah, same here. I appreciate, I appreciate uh, non my non Pentecostal brothers and sisters. True. Spoken to a few of them today, but I still love good Pentecostal church. That's absolutely. That, that's that's for sure. We hope you have enjoyed today's podcast. Please be sure to like or subscribe so you will be notified of our next audio podcast or video.